Hello, welcome to Un Cafecito con María Regina podcast. This is a place where we can talk about anything that is taking space in our hearts with our formalities while we enjoy a fun cafecito. I'm Maria Regina, your host. This podcast is meant to inspire, entertain, and empower you. Now, let's get to today's show. <laughs> Teachers have the ability to touch the lives of their students forever, and they also deserve to be called heroes. Today, I had un cafecito with a beautiful mother, strong woman, and such a wonderful teacher who tell us in a witty way some of the challenges, adversities, and a couple of stories that her and other teachers have been facing during this pandemic. And despite of all that, She hasn't lost her sense of humor and her passion for teaching. So, join us to this conversation and let's have un cafecito. <laughs> Hello. How are you? Good, good. Thank you. How are you? <laughs> I'm pretty good. Okay. So, well, first of all, thank you very much for accepting the invitation to be part of the podcast. Thank you. Not a problem. This is the first podcast I've ever been on. Oh, wow. You're going to be famous. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So to give a little bit of uh, background of how we met, um, I would say that was... Um, About four or five years ago, our children went to the same school, and uh, they were very good friends. Am I right? Yeah. <laughs> Am I correct? I feel a little bit longer than that because they graduated now. So they would be first year university, and they met in grade seven. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I Time know. Flies. But we don't get any older. Oh, of course not. <laughs> of course not. <laughs> so, well, yeah. And um, it's always a pleasure to talk with you. Like, yeah, you're an extraordinary person. Yes. Indeed. And so are you. You're oh. always so bubbly and joyful and you get everybody mm. smiling. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you. So, but um, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, what you do for a living and... Uh, Where did you born? Where you live at right now? <laughs> uh, my name is Heather, and um, I was born in Bella Coola, BC. I'm not going to say the year because that would make me way too old. And I'm, I'm <laughs> not <fine>. that old. <laughs> <laughs> that is okay. <laughs> um, I have two boys. Um, both of them are now graduated, and um, I'm still not that old enough to have graduated children. <laughs> of course not. <laughs> But, um, I teach in, in Abbotsford, BC. I uh, teach grade one. I've taught a whole bunch of different grades, but I'm now have been in a, in a continuing position for the last, this is my fifth, going on my fifth year teaching grade one. Oh, wow. So, nice. Yeah. Congratulations. <laughs> Thanks. Some days <laughs> I wonder why. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know that feeling. <laughs> All right. So, well, you know what? Um, the fact, I mean, I, I really wanted uh, you to be part of the podcast Because I think during all this pandemic and everything that has been happening in, I would say, since last year, 
um, or a little bit longer, I think it started. So we all have been story like listening and, and stories about parents and how difficult it's been for them. And I bet it is definitely uh, to be schooling, you know, teaching and, and having the children at home and all this new system dynamic, right? Uh, but I would really like to hear what has been all this journey for you as a teacher, as a mom, of course, as well. But um, what is that your friends at work, your colleagues talk about this? And, and if you can please tell us a little bit about that. Um, it was basically, it was like we were living in a snow globe and every time something would get settled, we'd be turned upside down again and things would start flying all over the place. It was, it was actually quite, quite intense there, not knowing what was going to happen. Um, I had been off for a week before spring break. Um, uh, my, one of our elders in our family, my uncle had passed away. It was the last elder in, oh, in my, in my family. So we were all called home for the for the funeral because we were the ones left in charge um mm -hmm. my uncle's daughter who's we're, we're the closest family to him my uncle's daughter is developmentally delayed and she actually got severely ill right before the before he passed and was sent mm -hmm. out of Bella Coola um which is a very rural isolated area and mm -hmm. so she was sent uh, about nine hours out to for hospital and she was there for I think three to four weeks till she got better and as we look back on it now, I'm wondering if she actually had COVID mm -hmm, because mm -hmm. she was like, she was actually, we were, I had reserved a funeral plot for her on the, um, near her parents in, in the, the cemetery, um, the, the First Nation Cemetery up back home because we mm -hmm. didn't know if she was going to make it. So I was gone for the week before spring break. And then I got back like the Friday of the last day wow. before spring break. And everything, we got pulled into a meeting. I was in an area where there, we had no, my data had run out. There's um, no Wi-Fi signals that are free there. I actually, when I was emailing my lesson plans to the teacher that was subbing for me, I was sitting mm -hmm. in the hospital lobby because that was the only place in town I could get oh. Wi-Fi. <laughs> in a very, in a corner. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay, here's a good spot. <laughs> I bought one of the old school oh, benches wow. that was from the original hospital that was there. And I'm sitting there and I've got my laptop precariously perched on my lap and I'm typing away lesson plans, making sure that they're all going in, making sure, you know, checking on everything wow. that has to be covered. and. And um, sending off my, my report cards to the principal so that she could go through them. And she's like, well, how are you going to sign them? I'm like, I'll be back. Don't worry about that. We're, we're, <laughs> we're making a straight run. It's 12 and a half hours from here. So oh, wow, I, we're up wow. there without, it's very, very far away from everything. Like the nearest city, the nearest McDonald's is six mm -hmm. and a half hours away. So wow, yeah. So it's it's like rural, very rural. In the middle of the nowhere. It's actually the far end Basically. of nowhere. If you go to the middle of nowhere, you still got three more hours. You still. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. So, oh wow. So we had no idea what was going on. I mean, dealing with funeral arrangements, everything. We weren't lit watching the news or anything. So I get back to civilization, and I'm dead tired. I show up to work. I have no idea what's going. It's almost like jet lag, but I didn't travel any time zones. So, you know, <laughs> we get back to work and then our principal calls us in for the meeting, this meeting in the staff room, just a very informal staff meeting. We're like, what I'm, I'm sitting there. I have no idea what's going on. 
And mm-hmm. he's like, we don't know what's going to happen. Keep checking your emails. Um, the pandemic that's coming through here, it will possibly hit Canada by, you know, the time spring break comes back. So, you know, you're going to have to play it by ear. We don't know anything. And she's going on. And I'm like, I, wow. I'm like, what happened? And then we try to go shopping. There was no toilet paper, you know, <laughs> the whole nine yeah. And I'm like, what yeah. alternate reality did I come back to? Where did I go? <laughs> oh, so, wow. And- oh, I can imagine like how difficult that transition was for you. And yeah. the fact that you were like, I don't know what's going on. Yeah. Right? It was just out of the blue. I'm like, because, you know, we've been hearing on the news about, about, um, covid and about all mm-hmm. it was called corona at that point so the corona hitting everywhere and then you're like okay okay so it's on this continent you know we're all good and then all of a sudden it's like oh look north america mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. when we did come back to school after well we got emails and stuff like that and we had a staff meeting online and it was the weirdest thing ever i am not a technology person i can mm-hmm. work my smartphone <laughs> i can open up a computer type a a word document on there check facebook <laughs> that's my limit <laughs> and, and with difficulties right yeah. and you know i'm like plunking on the key i'm like poke 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 and i'm like i don't know what's going wrong and so my kids fix it for me right mm-hmm. but then we have yeah. this zoom meeting and we're like yeah we're not coming back to school all this stuff and I'm oh like so then what so then we we have this a period of adjustment trying to figure out how we're doing this and like I said, I'm not a computer techie person. Mm-hmm. I'm like, hey, here's a CD player. Let's sing some songs. <laughs> yeah, the cassette. Right? Yeah. I actually, when I was subbing, I'm like, where's the tape deck at? The kid's like, what's the tape uh-huh. I'm like, oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, but, wow. Yeah, then you, oh, so scary. Yeah. And you're coming back and you're trying to figure out what you're doing, how you're doing this. We had time to confer with, um, like I teach grade one. So there's three grade one classes in our, in our school. And so Mm -hmm. we're in an art school. So we have integrated arts in our curriculum. So not only are you doing math, science, socials, you know, language arts, all that, Mm -hmm. but then you have Mm -hmm. the arts. So we have dance, drama, music, and visual arts and that. So you've got these extra stuff that you integrate in your your daily routine and and we were preparing for um, wow. Mary Poppins uh, performance that we were doing well that mm-hmm. didn't happen because <laughs> no, mm-hmm. they, they did kind of an online version a shortened online version where they took kids who were reading their lines and that the lady who does a lot of tech in our school she compiled them all into a video oh. it, it's cute it's cute it is it's it's kind of weird you're like this is so not what we're used to doing, but Hey, the kids did it. And mm-hmm. so they were able to, Aww. the kids were able to transition better than we were. Cause we were so stuck in like, you know, this is how you teach. This is how you do it. Uh-huh, exactly. And then yes. you're looking at a screen and it's, you basically have to be like 20% magician, um, 50% yeah. like doing acrobatics yes. on there to keep their attention. <laughs> and like the rest be like, okay, 30% teacher. All right. <laughs> yeah and then oh, just wow. trying to find the platform to use that's easy to interact with so you could, we we were told oh you can't use zoom i'm like everybody else is using zoom except our district so we went on to um oh, wow. google meets is where we did ours and they're like okay they're like oh you can share your screen you can do this you can do that i'm like um question <laughs> How? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I tried to share my screen and I, I, there's a program called Epic Books, which is something I read with a kid. So you could put it onto it. It reads out loud to you so that it 
the kids can follow along. And I'm like, sweet, mm-hmm. I'll take Epic Books. I'll share my screen. They can do it. And then as I'm sharing my screen, I hear this, Miss Nairn, I can't hear anything. Miss Nairn. Oh. And so I'm like, I can hear it on my end. They can't hear it on their end. I'm like, how do I problem wow. solve this? I'm like, I don't know. So then you're trying to read a book and hold it so it's facing the camera. And you're trying to read, read like, look around the side of the book and see if they can see. Because you have that little tiny itty-bitty thumbnail where you can see your face. And you're trying to see if they can see the book. <laughs> and I'm like, it was, it was so tiring. <laughs> Oh, goodness. So how you were able to integrate all those different, you know, like art classes into something online? I, well, it was, it was a lot of video. Like I would go out, I have a neighbor who was in my bubble and we (laughs) live in a townhouse complex. So there are green spaces. So some of my science lessons, I had her videotape. Um, out while I was doing because we were doing solid liquid gases and so I took uh-huh. seltzer and I showed them a little bit combustible that they can do and I used class dojo which the kids could post then to me and I could see it the only problem I couldn't get the video back on so other kids could see it I it took mm-hmm. another teacher I'm like I don't know <laughs> and so I'm like Stefan help and so he was like okay and he figured out how to do it so then I sent the video to him we shared our classroom so that he could access my class page and I could access his class page and we shared resources. Mm-hmm. So if I did a science lesson, okay. his kids could see it too. And then if he did a different lesson, my kids could see it as well. So it was, we did a lot of resource sharing that way, which helped a lot. So not, you know, every single person was creating, recreating the wheel. It was nice to have mm-hmm. that share component. Mm-hmm. And then the platform we're supposed to use this year, if anything goes wrong is called Seesaw. And, that doesn't have the capacity to share that easily. It There is a sharing capacity, but I don't know how to use it. Mm-hmm, <laughs> I'm mm-hmm. like, I really don't know. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Wow. It takes a lot. Oh and it's just, it was tiring. Like I just sitting and staring at a screen. And then when you're at home, like there's things around you that the cat starts to yowl because he thinks you're home and it's think he thinks it's his feeding time. You're like, no, not yet. <laughs> so then you throw them outside and you know, he hears a like, scratch, scratch, scratch at the door and more yowling. And the kids are like, it's Naren, what's that sound? I'm like, that's my cat. <laughs> or when somebody oh, rings funny. the doorbell to drop off, a, a, like the mail guy drops off a package and the kids are like, who's at the door? I'm like, let's go for an adventure. I pick up the computer and watch to the door. Like, Hello, look, Miss Naren got a package. <laughs> Uh, pizza. Right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> it was my friend's daughter dropping off an ice cap for me. <laughs> and I'm like, hey, I can't say thank you to Emily. <laughs> oh my goodness. That's so funny. <laughs> oh wow. I can't I really I can't imagine how hard and difficult this has been, you know, for all of you. And since it's been difficult for me, you know, to implement um activities for my students. I teach adults. I teach Spanish. And uh, the fact that you learn to be like physical in a class, you know, I have activities where you jump, you do this. And, but now online, I'm like, okay, how? Right. And, and then uh, I don't think that we all, you know, that we're, I'm not going to say the age, but like you said, with uh, technology, it's not like we don't get along very well. (laughs) So yeah, oh, this has been like challenge, yeah. right? Challenging, I would say, every day, right? Yeah, there's always something um, new. Like, um, I'm, I'm doing my master's yeah. degree too. So, not, oh, yeah, wow. and, it's, and it, I chose a program 
because I wanted to take mm-hmm. my master's in indigenous education. And we found a program. Wonderful. Right? I was, I could have yeah. taken it years ago online. I'm like, no, online and me, not happening. Mm-hmm. So I took it in person through MVIT and UBC. They teamed up and they have a program on Burnaby. And we got one of our courses done in person. The rest of them so far okay. have been online. I'm like, no, I don't want to. <laughs> but why? <laughs> I chose it because it was in person. <laughs> and then surprise. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> oh, wow. But congratulations. Thank you. Congratulations. Yeah. Oh, so not wow. only am I doing teaching online, I'm learning online too. You're learning online yeah. too. Oh, it's a wow. lot of school okay, time. Good. And, and I found that just the sitting, like, I, when we're doing our classes, like for our, our lectures and stuff like that, and they're talking, I'll actually turn my, my, like my mic and my, my, cam, my video camera are off. And then I'll actually like get up and move a bit and stretch and like try to move around a bit. Cause there's just sitting and sitting and more sitting. And I'm like, I've never sat so much in my entire life as I have in the last <laughs> 10 months. <laughs> Maybe some squats will help after yeah, that. Yeah, right? that's a, basically trying to do a little bit yoga without like kicking the cat or knocking the computer <laughs> off the table, you know, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Um, so now what do you think that is your biggest or in general, the biggest challenge in online teaching right now like what is the biggest well right now because um we have the district put in a thing because parents were absolutely freaked out about sending their kids back in september and they were like we had no idea what was going on it was changing every 10 minutes so one day you're like oh you're you're teaching this oh no you might not be teaching that and then we had (laughs) on the like two days before school started so you know september and school mm-hmm. starts in September. Um, I had no pod of grade one teachers to teach with. So I was the only grade one teacher for about a half a day before they did a whole bunch of switching around. And one of the grade two teachers came down to grade one to teach because we had all of a sudden um, students that were not coming back to, to in-person teaching, but they were remaining online. And so then we had mm-hmm. to switch teachers around to teach online and have one teacher was kindergarten one two kindergarten one two I think three yeah kindergarten one two Mm -hmm. and then the other teacher was three four five and then they had to figure out their curriculum what they were teaching how to cover all these grades and all this stuff like it was insane and the one one teacher volunteered to do it and she was one of the grade one teachers like I think I'm gonna do this I'm like ah there's my pod and then the other teacher that was hired (laughs) as another grade one possibly grade two teacher she was shifted over because nobody volunteered. They're like, who wants to volunteer to teach online? And we're all like, uh, uh, no, uh, uh-uh. and the principal, principal wow. came and asked me and she's like, would you be interested in teaching online? I'm like, um, you know, the technical difficulties I had with, you know, <laughs> I killed the computer. You have any idea I, how difficult is this been for <laughs> well, me? I actually killed the computer. <laughs> right. Right. before <laughs> spring break, my, my computer was in my classroom and it had been dropped a few times by students. I came back and it was like, it actually was a one kid tripped over the cord and it fell off my desk sideways and landed sideways. And then all of a sudden he stops, he looks at me and he's about ready to cry. I'm like, okay, let's check and see if it's okay. And the computer screen had this big, like semicolon and frowny face. I'm like, I look at him, he looks at me. I'm like, the computer's not happy. 
I have never seen that before. It's hilarious. I absolutely died. I'm like, oh my gosh, my computer is angry at me. But then it was knocked off another two or three times last year. And I was like, okay, it finally gave up the ghost and died right before spring break. So then they're all like, oh, guess what? You're all mine. I'm like, how? My my home computer wasn't hooked up to the internet. It couldn't hook up to the internet without somebody coming in and doing some rigmarole with it. I'm like, I don't know. And so they finally, they found a laptop and we, because one teacher went on leave. And then another teacher came in to replace that one and he already had his laptop. So I'm like, okay, I'll just borrow the spare one there. And yeah, it was trying to switch everything over wow. and yeah, it was just a nightmare. Oh, <laughs> I don't <wow>. like scraps. <laughs> and, <laughs> and how did you motivate your students when online learning and, and how you get their attention, especially that ages, right? It's yeah, first grade. It was so not fun. <laughs> but I had been like, I, I gave parents suggestions. Like I wrote out all these things to do with their kids that they could do at home. Cause I mean, I can't provide worksheets mm -hmm. that some of them didn't have printed. A lot of them didn't have technology. So we had to lend out all the tech at the school. Like, all, all mm -hmm. the the Chromebooks were all lent out. All the kids had to sign them out, and their parents had to sign them out. Then the iPads were were signed out and stuff. But then at home, they had to hook up to their their Wi Fi there, and some of them didn't have mm -hmm. Wi Fi except for through their parents' phones and stuff like that. So then trying to get that hooked up and figure out who's got this, who's got that, and then you know they don't have printers either, so you can't send home worksheets. Wow. So everything has to yes. be done online and frustrated parents. And then the teachers are, are like, well, you know, how, how do we do this? And so I had mm -hmm. one student that this was her blossoming moment in class. She had a hard time um, paying attention. She never got, it took her 45 minutes to write a sentence down for a planner. Like it was, it was painful. And then at home, I was like, I gave a lesson on, oh, I don't remember. I, I made something. I cooked something quickly in the kitchen, just, um, oh, apples. I cut up apples, threw some cinnamon. I, I showed them how to do it. I said, get mom and dad's help to cut the apples and then you can make this. I said, it can go in ice cream or you can put it to pie or whatever. So just like, you know, cooked apples. And then the one little girl makes this video and she's like, hi, Miss Nerid, it's me. And today we're going to make some cake. And so she did this whole, like her mom videoed it and she fast forwarded, obviously, you know, time lapsed and stuff. Her mom was good at that. And so she she uh -huh. showed me her baking stuff. I'm like, wow, look at this. She's actually measuring <laughs> stuff out. You know, it was spilling all over the place, but she was actually counting. She's like, one, two, you know, and I'm like, there's her math skills, right? And so it was, <laughs> children like that got it. But then there were other children that I had one little guy who was, um, he was, wasn't diagnosed as autistic, but there were some autistic tendencies mm -hmm. and he would sit there and then you'd see him slouch mm -hmm. down in his chair, lower and lower. Then his computer would shut off. He learned, he learned how to lose the program. And then you'd hear that you'd reconnect again and hear his mom going, stop that. Don't do that. Don't do that. And I'm, I'm sitting there trying not to laugh because I can hear her in the background. All the other kids' wow. eyes are big. But the best one is when the parents are like in the room mm -hmm. and they don't realize we can hear everything. That you can exactly. So basically, you guys are teaching students. Oh, and yeah, parents. story time with Miss Aaron. <laughs> I had a book. Um, it was uh, it was about this Bruce the bear, and it's about Bruce and his. Uh, Bruce is a male bear, but his mother to four mm -hmm. geese, and so it's it's a cute little okay. story. Now Bruce has got this perma frown on his face, right? 
And then he moves with his geese because the, the, every all the neighbors that are playing with the geese are too noisy or something like that. And they move and stuff. And as I'm like reading this out, I'm trying to like, you know, angle it so the kids can see what's going on in the pictures and everything. And I hear this background. <laughs> I'm like, that's not a child's laugh. The whole family was sitting there listening to the story. I'm like, oh, my God, because <laughs> you can't see who's on the other side. <laughs> In the same oh, way, wow. I had another student who was doing work, and then she she barely spoke online. You'd see her finger go up. I'm like, I'm like, yes. What well, do you have a question there? And she's like, oh, <laughs> and I'm like, I can't hear you. Can you speak a little louder? I'm like, oh, and I still couldn't hear. Her. I'm like, oh, that's an interesting thought. I'm like, I have no idea what she said. But then in the background, there's like grandma and dad in the background, and one of them drops an f bomb, and I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, alrighty then. Can we mute our oh, mics now? <laughs> oh wow! And are they like connected for I don't know, like three, four hours, or they can like have breaks, disconnect, and mm -hmm. go back? Or Every teacher had that? a different strategy. Like one of my friends had the mm -hmm. whole class meet online for a reading time, and then she was meeting with different kids here and there. Other teachers had. Um, slots for the kids where they talked over homework and stuff like that and assigned different things. I had um, about, I think it was 25 minute blocks throughout the day. And I had, I could only manage four kids on the screen at a time. Any, any more than that. And things got right off and they, they just started talking over top of each other. And then it got a screen fest and you're like pulling your, your earbuds out of your ears. Cause it's just echoing inside your head. There's nowhere for the sound to escape. Echoes. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah it was just and then oh. we would go over and I had a we did I try to keep a schedule like with them like a, a, a similar routine each time and we go through mm -hmm. and we'd ask um, what the weather was like in their place because we have calendar time in our classroom usually so we did a very miniature version what's the weather like because I had students who lived um, Langley, uh, Alder Grove, Mission mm -hmm. and Chilliwack plus Abbotsford so I was like yeah, because oh, wow, really? we're art school, so the um, it's a, it's a, ch uh, a program school, so our attendance is mm -hmm, a bit different. Mm -hmm. So we okay. don't have um, like most of the schools have a boundary, so they're in catchment area. Yeah. Ours doesn't because we're a program mm -hmm. school, so we have kids from every which oh. way. So you know, I was asking them what the weather was at their place, and and you know, and then the temperature. We would guess a temperature outside, and I had a thermometer just outside my door of my living room. So then I could show them what that said. And if they couldn't read it, I'd pull it up on my phone and put the phone up to the, the uh, camera so they could see what it is. So they started learning how to guess how, what the temperature was outside and, you know, tracking mm -hmm. it. What was yesterday? What yeah. do you think it's going to be tomorrow? Just things trying to get them, you know, observing nature and stuff. And so basically you kind of like set up your home as a yeah, classroom. My living room. I know. In a way. Yeah. Yeah. Oh wow. And there was like stuff because wow. mm -hmm. we had to sign a contract saying that, you know, we were gonna work from home and that our home was a safe place and you know, just basically so nobody's sitting there, you know, drinking beer while they're teaching their kids or anything like that. <laughs> but we, we did have to sign a thing saying, you know, it would comply with work safe conditions. I'm like, I don't know if it would because I've got my stuff in a little nest around me so I can read it quickly. And then, you know, as you're reading a book, you knock something over. We were working with money. And so I had all my play coins there and I'd hold it up to the camera. And then I'd knock it over and all the play coins skidded across the floor. I'm like, ah, yeah, I'll just vacuum that up later. 
Uh, and do you think like um or ha- have you heard about going back to the normal like soon or this is gonna I have take no idea uh, your guess is actually the parents mm-hmm. find out before we do they find everything out before we do I had a, I had a parent come up to oh, me and wow. go um so my 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 sister's son goes to the school <laughs> over here and they've had an exposure are we gonna shut down I'm like they had an exposure what and then they're like, ah. And then <laughs> almost two hours later, we get an email that says exposure at such and such a school. And I'm like, oh, that's what she was talking about. Okay. <laughs> so, oh, wow. So when you want to know something, you go and knock the door like, yeah, hey, excuse yeah, me. Parents, hey, you know what's going on there? Like, hey, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Good to know. I'm only the one teaching the children. So, yeah, I might be able to know, but you know. <laughs> Oh, wow. Um, So if, you know, like what benefits would you consider that the students get from this? From learning? If any, yeah, or learning online and everything that has been happening. I don't know if... (laughs) I don't know if it's just the the students that I have this year just have unique personalities, but the last couple of years I've had some pretty rough classes. So there's been a lot of physical mm-hmm. altercation in classes and stuff like that. And this year, the kids are pretty calm. Oh. They're chill. They're laid back. They're a little bit more empathetic to others and they're willing to take a little bit more time. Good. So I'm like, all right, these kids are, mm-hmm. you know, they, they're just happy to be out of their house. <laughs> uh, yeah. But, yeah. Oh, okay. It's just, their parents that are getting crazy. <laughs> and, and they, they do miss time with each other. They, they have missed that. And I've seen some kids that la- I was told last year that they didn't speak in class at all. And this year, now the one kid that had, didn't speak at all last year won't stop talking. I'm like, maybe it's just me. Maybe he just really likes to talk to me. But he goes so fast, sometimes I can't understand him. I'm like, okay, slow down, bud. <laughs> but it, mm-hmm. And it could be that he was cooped up for so long. He just, you know, all of a sudden has lots to say. I don't know. But I, I find that there is, wow. there are some deficits though. Like I've noticed the reading levels for these kids are, they're, they're significantly lower than, than other, other kids that wow. I've had. But this is because they were, the group I've got now, they were the ones that missed the last half of kindergarten where you, all of a sudden things start clicking. Usually about spring break, they've mm-hmm. got, they've got their alphabet down, they've got their letter sounds. And then after that, they're like, oh these letters together make this sound and this sound plus this sound makes this word. So it's uh, that section that mm. was kind of not there because there wasn't as much immersion of language and story and school in their lives. Wow. So now that you've been experiencing all these <laughs> and parents as well, do you recommend um, homeschooling? I would- because I know this is not new. I mean, that th- there's been like homeschooling since I don't yeah, know years, years ago, right? <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think, think it depends a hundred percent on the children and their parents, their interactions with each other, like how how organized mm-hmm. the parents are. Because I know a lot of people who homeschool, and if they have to set mm-hmm. up their own curriculum, it's not as great. Um, there is a program that I do know of that, that one of my friends uses for homeschooling her children and her children are blossoming mm-hmm. through this. It's great. They have, um, it's a program that's already pre-set up. You just go through, you, you do it once you pass that, that little booklet, it's all done in little booklets called pieces. And so once they, at the end, mm-hmm. they do a self-test. 
if they pass that self-test with um, 80% or more, I think it is, you go into the, the test test, which a teacher administers or the mom or dad. Um, then you have to pass that with 90%. Anything lower than that, you have to redo it. Oh. So, yeah, it's a really good wow. system, but it's also American-based. So, <laughs> you know. I was going to say that if it's uh, like only in Canada or it's, it's US, US I, Canada. I, I actually attended that school in high school. And so it's a mastery based program mm -hmm. and it's a really good program, but it's also um, a Christian based one. So a lot of people wouldn't be on board with that. But I, I know uh, other people okay. who have tried homeschooling and they couldn't get their kids motivated and they wouldn't. I think if you mm -hmm. have parents who are motivated and are active with their kids and teaching them, things that are going to that the kids are interested in mm -hmm. and then working a program through that that might be beneficial but if you're teaching a kid who already doesn't want to do anything but be on devices and play games then it's going to be much mm -hmm. more difficult to get them engaged in homeschooling but what about social um, social i the, my one friend who does homeschool um they do have a small group of families that get together who they're friends are, are homeschool too they, they get together and they do things like they go swimming or different things like that so they they do get out okay. right now they're not because <laughs> nobody's getting out yeah, anything. Mm -hmm. but, yeah you can swim with the right? Don't drown, Alex, <laughs> <you can talk>. <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> that's not gonna help you <laughs> well i don't even know if the snorkel will help you <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. Okay. Um and um what have you learned from I've learned I don't like computers. <laughs> well, I've learned that, you know, you can you can make things work, but it does take a lot of effort and it it's so much better if you can work as a group. Like if you can share things that you're doing so that nobody's inventing a wheel like a thousand times over. Mm -hmm. I've got this resource. Here's this. This is a great one to share. Here's the link, you know, just sharing stuff like that so that people don't feel overwhelmed. Because I think that was a thing last year was, was teachers were highly overwhelmed because they're, I mean, it takes all different personalities to teach a full curriculum, right? So every teacher is different and yeah. there are some who are very, um, very organized everything has to be done and they're everything has to they're a bit of a perfectionist right so everything is like okay first you're gonna do this then you're gonna and they lay them everything out and meanwhile i'm like okay what what are we doing i don't know what i'm doing and so every week for me i'm like okay let's try we're gonna focus on this and i'll try to cover this and we'll see where we get and i had a parent complain that i didn't give out homework monday morning first thing that um i should be organized enough to and i'm like like oh well um <laughs> i'm making this up as i go along you realize that too right <laughs> i'm new to this <laughs> yeah. oh i'm wow. like i i do mm -hmm. have stuff for them to do okay. and i gave you a list of stuff you can do with your children play card games because you know you you mm -hmm. learn strategy play board games because then you also have to read the directions you know different things that are fun for them that yes. that mm -hmm. and that's one thing i always make sure i'm like you have to do things that are fun to make your kids engaged with their learning because if yes. it's boring nobody's going to want to do it but if you're like oh let's play a game and they play i spy with sight words or letters or whatever as you're driving down the road i spy you know 
the letter B and they're like, oh, look, yeah. over there. You're like, yeah, perfect, you know. <laughs> so just a constant, yeah, okay. it's a change of attitude but, though for, for parents to actually be involved with their kids instead of just handing them yeah. an iPad in the back seat and be like, here, mm-hmm. listen to music or here, play a game, go on YouTube, whatever. Yeah. Okay. And uh, do you have colleagues that teach high schoolers? I have the challenges they've been experiencing. Yeah, I've had a one of my one of my friends is a a teaches high school, and um, she was like putting on Facebook different things that had happened online, and she's like. Um, please put on a shirt when you come to Facebook. We, you know, we need to fully clothed or just different things like that. Like it's a whole different thing. And one of my friend's daughters was um, last year. My son graduated during COVID, so he didn't get prom. All this kind of stuff that didn't happen. All these milestones. You're like, oh, it's kind of a bummer. But he was okay with it because he doesn't like people yeah. anyways. So you know, <laughs> but, but my. He was like, after like, him, he was just like, well, this is stupid. We don't get anything. I'm like, uh, yeah, I'm sorry. It's something I can do. But my friend's daughter was graduating last year and hmm. they had to go to certain classes at certain times. And there was one at eight in the morning and a kid gets online with a bong and starts hitting the bong online in class. And the teacher's like, um, that is not okay. You need to put that way. He's like, this is the only way I'm going to survive your class. I'm like, oh my word, mm-hmm. I would lose my marbles right there on the spot. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and there's been other oh, ones wow. where one kid in middle school, um, would read, like, I guess you can change your name on there for a certain, like on Zoom. We couldn't on Google Docs, but on Zoom, you could change your name and be like, they had changed his name to reconnecting dot, dot, dot. So it looked like he was having computer problems and mm-hmm. he turned his camera off. So he would just like turn it on. So it was there. It looked like he was trying to be there. But <laughs> yeah, I'm like, oh, genius move there, child. <laughs> if only they put that much effort wow. into actually doing their schoolwork as they did in avoiding it. That would be great. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah. Wow. For them, right? like for teachers, like you know, from high I will not be yes. I will not. Yes. Wow. <laughs> not even though it's a barf. It's, I, I would oh, prefer wow. that over the attitude of high school children. <laughs> wow. Well, you know what? I think like uh, for every teacher and and different uh, grades is yes, they have different challenges. It's not like, oh, we don't have challenges because we teach uh, kids, right? Like children. And I know you don't have. No, I think you all guys have like different challenges. But all of you have been like facing, experiencing a lot of adversities with all these, right? And and wow, I, I really admire you guys. Like, yes, that's a beautiful profession. I am an educator too. And um but I am not teaching children at this moment and online. And I can't imagine what would be yeah. well for me. So it's, it's, yes, I, it's a different experience I all around. You. Nobody in the history of teaching has ever gone through this. And they definitely did not prepare us for this <laughs> in our practicums. <laughs> it, it was not yeah. even anything thought of, right? It's, mm-hmm. it's just boom here. And then they're like, oh, guess what? You get to do this. And we're like, we were yeah. not trained for this. I don't know how to cope with this. Uh-huh. Yeah. 
excuse me right? <laughs> you need to teach Where's me first the <laughs> mm-hmm. well <laughs> yeah so good for the new teachers right the new generation of teachers because now they're gonna and when we go back to the regular these, they're gonna be like this is so dull <laughs> what is that yeah <laughs> yeah Um, but okay, Heather, like before, um, we say goodbye, um, can you please leave a message to students, uh, parents and colleagues? Boy. (laughs) (laughs) So, okay, students, (laughs) for those of you who are making milestones in this time, this will be something you look back. This is your walked uphill both ways to and from school in the snow moment. (laughs) Because, you know, our, our grandparents are like, well, when I was your age, I walked uphill to school. Five feet of snow and mile-long driveway. <laughs> yeah. yeah, this is your moment. You can do that when you're older. Be like, <laughs> in my school years, I lived through COVID-19. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Beat that. So yeah. for, for students, this is something that's going to make history. You are making history on this moment. For, for parents, yes. this too shall pass. You will get through this. You can do this. And if something doesn't get done properly, oh, well, move on to the next challenge. It's not going Mm -hmm. to devastate the world if your little Sally Sue can't tie her shoelaces yet. It's okay. And Velcro. (laughs) You can can figure out a problem-solving method to this and teach your children how to problem-solve while you're at it. That's great. Just make sure that, you know, you're actually (laughs) Mm -hmm. helping them do their work and not hindering them by... Um, being online beside them and giving them the answers because they're not learning to problem solve for themselves then. That's that's a big one. Um, for for teachers, yeah. we're going to probably party hardy after this is all done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I know. This is, we're also making history in this moment. We're, we're overcoming challenges that nobody was there. able to foresee. And so be strong. Mm-hmm. Make sure your best thing is to make sure you're not mentally taxed and overworking yourself. If if um, mm-hmm, photocopy mm-hmm. doesn't happen that day, switch it up for something else that can be done on the board that the, the kids can look at or something. Um, but, you know, don't overstress yourself and make sure your students are happy at school, wherever they're learning. Make sure that they're okay because that's a big thing is they're, they they need to know that Adults can be stressed out, but they don't need to see us stressing out. Yes. Our problems are not their problems. Okay. (laughs) Yes. 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 I agree with that. Um, Thank you very much. That's that's a very encouraging and beautiful, powerful message. Thank you. Thank you very much. And uh, once again, thank you so much uh, for sharing all these. Um, I think like we need it, you know, like we need to hear all those stories, right, from teachers as well and that, that you guys are going through. Okay, uh, it's time to say goodbye, but um, you're so welcome to be part Just of the let podcast me know. Call anytime. Me up. This was fun. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for this cafecito. Okay. Bye-bye. And that's it for today, friends. I hope you've been entertained, inspired, and empowered. 
If so, I would love it if you subscribe to Un Cafecito con María Regina podcast so you don't miss any future episodes. So I'm going to get going. Talk to you soon. Mm-hmm. <laughs>